Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the best of the Odd Couple podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to the best of the Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Oh, yeah. It is the Odd Couple. I'm Chris Broussard alongside my partner, Rob Parker. No, it is not Rob Parker. Instead of Rob P, it is none other than Rob G. Wow. That's right. Robert Guerra, the super producer. Sound is stepping along. into the arena. The arena, of course, being the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will get you there. They've got an unmatched selection. Fast, free shipping, free roll hazard protection, and more than 10,000 recommended installers. Wow. TireRack.com is the way tire buying should be. And this right here is the way sports talk radio should be. You got the eye couple for the next Three hours, so keep it locked on Fox Sports two, Radio. Three, the iHeartRadio app or SiriusXM Channel 83, however you may be listening. Rob Parker is off tonight. Uh, he is beginning a vacation. He's going all over America watching Major League Baseball games. I never miss Major League Baseball games, <laughs> but he is going to watch some games. And uh, in his place, you know, it's a Friday First things first, my television show with Nick Wright and, and Kevin Wiles on FS1. We were dark today because of NASCAR. And I just, I, I felt like taking it easy tonight. 
You know, I, I needed some light work. I didn't want to strain myself. So I brought in, as I tend to do when Rob is off, a punching bag, a tomato can. No, my man, he, he going to bring some heat. He already shared with Oh, he got takes, y'all. He got takes galore. All right? And Rob G, what you got to say for yourself? I'm excited that you're here, man. Well, I, as you know, Chris, um, I had to take a mental health day yesterday. I was off from the show because I was so nervous about getting in the yes. octagon with you. And I knew <laughs> what was coming. You know, you've been sending me these very threatening text That's messages right. and, 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 and voice messages. And I was like, you know what? I got to get myself straight, get That's into my right. zone because it's going to be a tough day on Friday. Yes, yes. Well, welcome. I, I will take it easy on you. You know, you're my man, so uh, don't <laughs> worry about that. But uh, we got the iCouple crew in the house. Of course, DJ Alex Heischer, he never misses a funky flashback Friday. He might miss a Monday, Tuesday, or a Wednesday, but not Teicher's Tower of Trivia, which is Thursday, or funky flashback Friday. Where is Alex? In the crates. <laughs> He's deep in the crates, y'all. Uh, producer, of course, super producer Rob G is here doing double duty. And on the updates, on the updates, our man, Steve DeSager. All right, Rob, we're going to start on a, a somber note. Um, yes. And yet, you know, it, it also, look, we understand everyone has to die at some point. And we're grow as we get older, you're not as old as me, but you start to see legends, people that you looked up to, people that you revered for various reasons. Uh, some athletes and other, you know, politicians, musicians, actors, just great people in general. Um, and one of those legends passed away today, and that, of course, everybody knows, I'm sure, who's listening, Jim Brown. Uh, Jim Brown died today at 87 years old. Uh, arguably, and we'll get into this, but the greatest, not only running back, but football player ever. He is in that discussion, and many would say he is the greatest football player ever. I think I'm in that lot. Um, you know, there's other ones. It, it Lawrence Taylor. Tom Brady, if you just, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I think Brady's the GOAT, but not the greatest football player, but uh, the GOAT quarterback. Um, you know, Jerry Rice, some say, Deion Sanders, whoever you might want to say. But, but also, Rob, um, Jim Brown was a legendary activist on behalf of the African-American community, and, and we know he played during the 60s when uh, things were much different in this country. You were just, I mean, early 60s, you still had legal segregation. And then in that decade was the end of segregation, legally at least. And um, African-Americans obviously faced a lot of obstacles uh, that aren't there today. We still have some obstacles, but not like it was in the 60s. And Jim Brown was always outspoken. And um, and even after, you know, the 60s, Rob, after he had retired, after he was long gone from the athletic scene, he started a Mayor I Can, which was an organization to help gang members, uh, particularly in Los Angeles, but gang members in this country transition from prison uh, or the gangs into regular, everyday, productive life as an American citizen. So 
Look, he wasn't a perfect man. We are, he has some domestic violence issues back in the day, and you know, but um, he was a phenomenal football player and did great things in the community and in this country. And Rob, when I grew up, and I grew up in the seventies and eighties, and uh, Jim Brown, I never saw him play. I mean, I, I saw film and highlights and and all that stuff, but even though I never saw him play. He was just this legendary figure. It, he was like a LeBron James, like I, Michael Jordan, Muhammad Ali, and he still is, actually. But it was so close to the time he retired. He was still in movies. I remember him seeing him in movies, Slaughter, uh, Three to Hard Way. He did a lot of black exploitation films, but other films as well with Raquel Welch. He did a film, first interracial love scene with Raquel Welch. Uh, in a movie. So he uh, he was just this legendary, larger-than-life figure. And um, it's, it is tough uh, when, when legends like this, particularly from your childhood, die. And I, I would, I'm interested to hear your thoughts on him, Rob, because, you know, you're much younger than me. And, um, you know, he wasn't as much on the scene, if you will, uh, during your childhood as he was in mine. Yeah, and if you're any kind of sports fan and you don't know the history of Jim Brown, then you're doing yourself a disservice. Now, just to put into context, you said he's the greatest, for your money, the greatest football player who ever lived. I would actually agree with you. But if you don't know, okay, he was played nine seasons for the Browns, 57 to 65, led the league in rushing eight of those nine years. Mm. He rushed for over 12,000 yards and averaged 5.2 yards per carry in his career. He was a pro bowler. Every season of his career, he made it to the championship game three times. He won the championship once. He was a three-time MVP. He never missed a regular season game. That's incredible. Okay? like <laughs> All that is incredible. And, and the, for my money, the only other person you can compare to him historically would be Jerry Rice, where, uh, you know, Jim Brown had the record at the time, 126 total touchdowns, that Jerry Rice eventually broke. When he broke it, it took Jerry Rice 33 more games to break that record. Like, mm. I don't think it's it's possible unless you are really doing your homework to appreciate how dominant he was right. at the sport of football. Probably more so than anybody ever has been and probably ever will be. And, yeah. And, oh, and, go ahead. Well, sorry, just say it quickly. And as great as he was on the field – there's a, a large segment of the population who believes that was secondary to what made him so special. Like that photo from, I believe it was the Cleveland Summit. Yep, 1967. Yes, with Bill Russell and Lou Alcindor up there together with him to discuss what was going on with uh, supporting Muhammad Ali. I, I, it was the big premise yep. of that whole movie. When Muhammad Ali wouldn't go to Vietnam. Exactly, exactly. Uh, and, yes. and, and that moment is something that transcends sports. It transcends football, obviously. And it's something that people need to understand and recognize how significant of a moment it was in our history. Not just as a sports fan, but as an American citizen. Absolutely. And uh, Jim Brown, as I said, I mean, he was much more than just a football player, as Rob said. Um, and he actually wanted to, that summit. I mean, obviously it was in support of Muhammad Ali, but he really wanted African-American athletes 
and other wealthy African-Americans to work together to create economic empowerment for African-Americans. And to be honest, we haven't done that to this day, nope. uh, what he really envisioned. Um, and so he, he had wanted to create something called the Black Economic Union, I believe was the name. And it got going locally uh, in the Midwest, but never really took off nationally. Um, and I would actually maybe challenge today's, not maybe, challenge some of our athletes and entertainers today to uh, take up that mantle and work towards economic empowerment of African-Americans as a whole uh, and not just, you know, flaunting stuff individually. Um, not that all of them do, but some do. Um, and so that was that's what Jim Brown was about. But, Rob, you brought up the football and just, you know, a few – thing to echo what you said Jim Brown is still today the only football NFL player ever to average more than 100 yards per game for their career he averaged 104.3 yards a game for his career Barry Sanders is second with 99.8 right there but not quite at 100 uh Jim Brown is one of the few um running backs ever to average uh, over five yards per attempt uh, for his career. Uh, that was a huge number back when I was younger and really up until recent times. Um, Michael Vick, not a running back, has the record at seven, but Randall Cunningham, 6.4. Marion Motley, who was a running back before Jim Brown, he averaged 5.7. That's the record. Jamal Charles, who had the, the great, uh, if somewhat brief, career in Kansas City, 5.4. Nick Chubbs currently at 5.2. And then Jim Brown at 5.2. So to this day, he still, you know, has numbers that have not been surpassed by most of the great greatest running backs we've ever seen. I think the only argument, Rob, against him being the GOAT running back or even football player would probably be one, if, if for those that consider Brady, I mean, again, I view him as a quarterback. It's like a pitcher in baseball right. to me. I wouldn't view Roger Clemens or Randy Johnson or Bob Gibson as the greatest baseball player. I don't view a quarterback as the greatest football player. Um, but Jim Brown, it would be, Rob, that when you look at how African-Americans have dominated sports or football in particular and basketball, but football in this case, you might, some would say, well, you know, there were still not legal rules necessarily, but a lot of rules keeping a lot of great African-Americans from playing at that time. So was the competition he faced, it wasn't what it is today or even in the, the 90s, you know, or beyond after that. But I would say that doesn't stop us, many, many people, from recognizing Babe Ruth. Right. As the greatest baseball player ever. And um, so I, I would counter that without, with that argument. And again, his number is not like his numbers uh, are really that comparable, Rob, to, to what anybody's doing today. You said he led the league in rushing eight out of nine years. Uh, in, he, he rushed for more than 100 yards uh, per game for, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of his nine seasons. And again, career over a hundred. So I I look, it's a great debate. Uh I don't I don't I don't feel like it's as cut and dried as the NBA debate where I believe Jordan is 
clearly the GOAT. Um, but Jim Brown, it's hard to argue against him being the greatest of all time. So we're going to throw it out to you guys, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. You can give your accolades, your, your praise, whatever it is, your you know heartfelt sentiments about Jim Brown. But we want to ask you this question. Is he the greatest football ever, football player ever to lace them up? It's your turn to win on the iCouple, Chris Broussard and Rob G. Fox Sports Radio. Thanks for listening to the iCouple podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the iCouple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through... It's true magic, because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. All right, it's the iCouple live from the TireRack.com studios. We're brought to you, of course, by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. You can get a multi-policy discount. 
By combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more, all your protection in one place is fantastic. So bundle and save at Progressive.com. 877-99 on Fox, your turn to weigh in. Why are the Lakers down 0-2? Is it because the stars, not the role players, are holding up their end, aren't holding up their end of the bargain. That's it's all. because they want Lakers and six to be very dramatic. That's why. All right, <laughs> uh, let's keep it moving. We've got phone lines here are wide open. Craig is in San Antonio. Craig, you're on the Yacob with Fox Sports Radio. What you got? Just a quick question before you guys touched on uh, LeBron and his legs, his shots being off towards the end of the game. He was guarding Joker quite a bit yesterday. Yep. So my yep. question to you guys is how much of that energy that he's exerting on the defensive side is going to affect him offensively late in the game? Or if you I guys think, that, think that makes a difference at all? That's a great question. And I got to give LeBron credit. Usually, I mean, there, nobody's been as great as he is at 38 years old. Jordan, nobody else. Nobody. Um, but And usually when a guy is even pretty good at 38, he's not good defensively. And right. LeBron wasn't really good defensively this season. But in the playoffs, LeBron has been very good defensively. And I give him credit. LeBron has never really liked guarding bigs down low. Even guys that may be his size, but they play down low, he hasn't liked that. No. And so for right. him at 38 to go down there and guard Jokic, I got to give him credit. He's doing whatever it takes to win. But to your point, there is no doubt that that will take a toll. That's one of the benefits, whether it was – that's why one reason I say Joel Embiid needs to play down there more. And Jokic playing down there. When a big body, a guy that's probably stronger than you, is humongous and backing you down and putting your his weight against you, that will wear you down. That's one of the other benefits of a post game. And so, yeah, I, I agree. That's a great call because I do think that's having an impact on him as well. Well, you know what, Chris? I will respectfully disagree with you. Wow. And the reason being is, I don't think guarding Jokic is why LeBron is missing these threes. He hasn't made threes all postseason. Oh, uh, no, I, Grizzlies, I'm not saying that's the uh, sole yeah, reason. Right. I'm just it's, saying that can wear you down. Too. Versus the Grizzlies, yeah. 8 for 41, 19%. Versus the Warriors, he got hot there at the end to finish a blistering right. 13 of 39, 33%. <laughs> and in this series, he's 0 for 10, 23% from threes. And not all of it is because of what he's doing defensively. To, uh, to, he's totally. just a wayward jumper. I mean, the point. main reason he's missing him because he's not that great of right, good exactly. of a three-point shooter. Exactly. But you would agree, though, that that does contribute to you being worn down. Yes. Yeah. Especially at that age because yeah. it doesn't seem to be affecting Rui too much because he's guarding Jokic probably even more than LeBron. Right. And but he doesn't have the responsibilities, obviously. Right. On either end, but particularly on the offensive right. end of LeBron. Okay, let's keep it moving. We got uh, Josh in Arizona. Josh, you're on the Occupable Fox Sports Radio. What you got? How y'all doing? What's up, man? We're good. Good, good, good. Okay, this is definitely a LeBron James and Anthony Davis issue. I don't know why we keep going through this with Anthony Davis. My Angelo said it's the best. If they show you who they are, believe them. We It was first the, oh, he needs to bulk up and he can stop injuries. That didn't work. Now it's, you know, let's try to figure out something about his game to give him a better offensive mind. The man averaged 25 points the majority of his career. It's him. It's his mindset. It's whatever's going on with him. But that's here to say there. With, in regards to LeBron, 
before all the LeBron lovers start coming at me for this, I want to say that I respect LeBron. I can get my consistent numbers out of him. He played a hell of a game. But, my God, he is killing me with these threes and crucial moments it's of killing the me game. Too. These lemons that he keeps throwing up at the goal that have no shot of going in in crucial moments. That has nothing to do with him being tired. And noobs flash ham, as also LeBron. If you want to be more effective when you think you're tired, how about y'all set something up and get in that that paint a little bit. Get on that block. If if Jokic ain't guarding you, you can get on the, get on the block and do some post play. Do that ugly fadeaway you do. I rather <laughs> that than you throwing up some zeros all the time. That is killing us. He did it. Rob just uh, pointed it out. He did it like three or four times in crucial moments in that game, which really hurt us. So I don't know. No, there's on. no there's no denying that. And and I look honestly. Thanks for the call. I bet you it frustrates, and you said killing you. Rob G said it's killing him. I bet it's killing Darvin Ham. Honestly. Yeah. You think Darvin Ham thinks that's a good shot? It's probably killing all of the Lakers. Mm-hmm. You know but what Austin Reeves said today or last night, hey, he's LeBron James. He can shoot whenever he wants, which is, I guess, true. Right. You, Austin Reeves certainly. I mean, who's going to say something to him? I mean, I guess you could. I would love if Jimmy Austin Butler Reeves said probably would, him. but you know, I, that would be interesting if somebody was like LeBron, take it down low. <laughs> you ain't hitting them, like really. That would be interesting. Well, if you watch the videos online before we get to training, if you watch videos online of those threes, like you see Dennis Shooter in the corner, like what are you doing? Like, really do, doing oh, the I same kind it. of shrug that we saw LeBron do to Russell Westbrook so many times when he was here. Yeah, the yeah. same exact thing. Oh, oh so so it, yeah. I mean, look. They they see what we see, mm-hmm. so yeah, I, I'm I. They probably are. And if you're gonna break too. a three, break it with two seconds on the shot clock, not fifteen. Yep, that's right. All right, uh, Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic, reminiscent of another duo in certain ways. Maybe we'll get to that next. But first. Steve DeSager with the update, Steve. About 10 minutes away from tip for Game 2 of the NBA's East Final. Boston hosting Miami again. Heat leading one game to none. AP with an interesting set in the Celtics' superb franchise history when falling behind two games to none. They've only won two series ever. Two out of 21 when they fall behind 2-0 in the series and only once in the last 50 years. Now, a year ago, Boston did eliminate the Heat in the East Finals in a Game 7 on the road. You mentioned the road record earlier for Boston. West Finals, Game 3 is Saturday night. Denver up two games to none, plays the Lakers in L.A. And in a few minutes, Game 1 of the Stanley Cup playoffs, West Final, Vegas hosting Dallas. Scotty Scheffler is tied for the lead at the PGA Championship with Victor Hovland and Corey Connors at 5 under par. Bryson DeChambeau is two shots back after a second round 71. DeChambeau is ranked 214th in the world coming into this weekend. Brooks Kepka is three back. He shot 66. There is a chance of rain there in Rochester, New York on Saturday. Barely making the cut at five over par. Phil Mickelson, Jordan Spieth, Justin Thomas, and Tony Fino. Hall of Fame running back Jim Brown passed away at the age of 87. Brown retired in 1965 right after winning his third career MVP. He averaged over 100 yards rushing per game. Career 
and never missed a game. USC Athletic Director Mike Bone resigned after nearly four years there, citing ongoing health challenges. Former tennis number one Simona Halep was charged with a second doping offense. She claims she's a victim of sample contamination. NASCAR's annual All-Star Race is this Sunday night on FS1. To Major League Baseball, the Pirates lead 11-1 over Arizona in the top of the sixth inning. Yankees got a first-inning solo homer from Aaron Judge, his 13th. Yanks now lead 3-2 at Cincinnati at the seventh-inning stretch. Detroit ahead 7-0 at Washington at the end of five. And also in progress, it's Cleveland leading the Mets in New York, 5-2, top of the sixth inning. Back to you. All right, thank you, Steve. It's the I Couple. Chris Broussard, Rob Guerra in for Rob Parker. But we're still doing our thing. We are live from the TireRack.com studios. Rob G., you mentioned a point earlier when we were talking about Jamal Murray. And um, you compared him, and people don't fly off the handle with this, but you compared him to Kobe Bryant. You weren't saying he's as good as Kobe, all that. No. But you were saying his role. he's like the closer, right? His role, he's clearly the second guy on his team, as Kobe was to Shaq during the three-peat years. And, and even years, you know, there were, what, five other years where they didn't win championships. But Shaq was the guy, and Kobe was the second guy, but Kobe was more of the closer. Now, Derek Fisher and Robert Ory closed a bit too, but, but Kobe was the closer role. There's another duo that I mentioned to you uh, before the show that we, we talked about. I think that they are a lot like Jokic and Murray. It also is reminiscent, because I like your comparison, but it's also reminiscent of LeBron and Kyrie Irving. Like, and, you know, they played those three years together and obviously won the championship in 2016. Who hit the big shot? Kyrie. Kyrie right? Kyrie hit it. LeBron clearly was the hub of that team, the best player, the most important player, all of that. But the closer was Kyrie. It's not that LeBron didn't hit some big shots in late in games or at the end of games, but the closer, the guy that had the great jump shot and had the, the ice in his veins, not that LeBron doesn't have that ice, but still had that ice in his veins combined with the shot to do it was Kyrie. And the handle and the quickness to get it off and get the space whenever he needed it. That's Denver. I'm not saying Jokic and LeBron play the exact same way, but I'm saying Jokic clearly is the hub, is the main factor, is the key ingredient, is the engine to the Denver Nuggets. But as we saw last night, heck, Rob G, as we saw in game one, Jokic had what, three points? Mm -hmm. Three free throws in the fourth quarter. Murray is that guy. Rob, when they were in the bubble, now granted, when they played in the bubble in 2020, Murray actually led that team in scoring that year. Jokic was second, averaging just below 20 points a game. But when they played in the playoffs, you mentioned Murray averaged 26, Jokic averaged 24. And I said, going into this series, the key for Denver is what the role players do. Because I can pencil in essentially a 30-point triple-double. For Yoshi, give or take. I mean, right? But, yeah. but give or take. Yeah. But if if Murray, if Michael Porter Jr., if Aaron Gordon, 
Bruce Brown, some of these other guys play well, most importantly, hit shots, and especially Murray, because he's the guy we're talking about, then Denver's going to be tough. But I, I, I do think it's reminiscent of LeBron and Kyrie. And, and that is not crazy at all, not just from the concept point of it, but even KCP said after game one, the only difference between LeBron and, and Jokic is one jumps higher. Right. Right? Because yep. that they play very similar styles of basketball. They are quarterbacking everything. Yep. They're both phenomenal passers. They're both pass-first guys who happen to be able to score at a very efficient clip. The difference is that LeBron scores with athleticism going to the basket, and Jokic scores with high level of skill. But yep. their style of play is very similar. And so it would make sense then that the guy who had his most success alongside LeBron James was Kyrie Irving. You know, the most success he had in his NBA career is when he played with LeBron. It would make sense why another scoring guard who can get his own shot, who's not afraid of the moment, but who can also play off of a, another guy would have a lot of success with Jokic, which is exactly what Jamal Murray does. So no, everything a, that absolutely. you're saying makes a perfect sense. Absolutely. And, and you're right, like, it was a different era. But LeBron and Wade, now their games weren't the greatest fit. No. You know, but they were both just so good it didn't that they were able to right. win championships. Both so good offensively and defensively. Probably even more defensively teams, at yeah, that point. Yeah. Those teams wreaked havoc defensively. And so they were able to win championships. But you're right in that when you've got a guy like a LeBron or a Jokic, having another guy who is a tremendous shooter? Mm-hmm. Oh, that especially a guy who also can go off the dribble, and create can his create his own, his shot. own shot. You know, like that is so critical. And you're right. That is why Kyrie was able to play so well off LeBron, and Jamal is able to play so well off Jokic. And look, it always takes uh, at least two. Yes. You know, um, Jamal Murray, like, this is no slight at all on Jokic when you call Jamal Murray the closer. None at all. Because you always need a guy. Mm -hmm. You know, you always need that second guy. And LeBron's always had Wade or Kyrie or now Anthony Davis. And Jokic, if he's going to win a championship, and I got to say this, Rob, As much I picked the Lakers, so I'm pulling for them to win this thing in seven, like I picked. But I, I there's a part of me that would like to see Jokic win his first championship. I think if he won it, he would be clearly the best player in the world. Would you? Yeah. I, that I think that title's open. I mean, Giannis is still arguably there, right? But if Jokic leads this team to the title, doesn't have a true superstar, or you know, we'll see what Jamal Murray develops into. I mean, he's already and, developed. He just doesn't have the the accolades to go along yeah, with Yeah, the it. resume yet, right? Right. I don't yeah. think he's ever even been an all-star. Never. Now, granted, yeah, okay, there's never there's a lot of great guards out there. But, look, if they win, I mean, he plays at high enough level that if they win, he's going to start getting that love. If they win the championship this year, oh, you better believe he'll be an all-star next year, right? Right. I mean, assuming right. he's healthy and continues right. to play his game. But I there's a part of me, man, because Jokic – I, I 
I don't think I've been one to underestimate. Maybe I have because I haven't c- considered him the best player in the world um, before. But uh, I I just think that it creates a whole nother storyline, Rob G, mm-hmm. if this guy wins the championship. Well, it, if you know, yeah. Well, in my opinion, I know we're up against it. The only way, though, that he can be considered the best player in the world is if he wins the championship, and and that's my opinion. And the reason being is that defensively, he is still a a big step down from Giannis. Right. Absolutely. And, and just to and put Embiid that, and Embiid, but just but he's to, better than to put it into context. Okay, Anthony Davis had a clunker in Game Two. He was horrible, missing bunnies left and right. In this series, when guarded by Jokic, he scored thirty-two points has drawn two fouls on 48% shooting. That's with him going four for 15 right. yesterday. Right. So right. He, even in a, like, Jokic is not a great defender. Right. Totally He's not horrible, and I think because of his size. He's a he, big body. You know, he can yeah. be, yeah, he can be okay. But there's no doubt. And you're right, because, and, and this could go for Larry Bird, who wasn't a great defender but was smart. And had great instincts and got a lot of steals, uh, and was a great rebounder, which is a part of defense. Or Magic, who similar to Bird, got a lot of steals, led the league in steals. I think more than once even. Um, but you know, wasn't the tremendous defender. We saw Dumars go at him in the finals, right? Um, but when you look at those two, you would say, well, <laughs> it hasn't hurt him. Right? Like, right, it hasn't stopped them right, from winning. Right. And that's what you would be able to say about Jokic if he wins the championship. But you're right. If he doesn't win it, you're going to be able to say, ah. Yeah, exactly. But that that defense, that that right. that's part of why he hadn't won it. That's so, why he's like two or three instead of one. At least yeah. to me. Yeah. That's right. All right. Shop Talk is next. Y'all know what to do. Lock it. Odd Couple. Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple podcast. Be sure to check us out live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person Anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. All right, it is the Odd Couple. I am Chris. He is Rob G. Not Rob P, not Rob Parker. Rob Parker on vacation. Rob Guerra, the super producer, filling in for Rob. And we are live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. They've got an unmatched selection Fast, free shipping, free roll hazard protection, and more than 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com is the way tire buying should be. And Rob G, Boston really, you know, the heat jumped all over the Celtics early. Ran out to, I think, a 9-2 lead. Uh, But Boston fought back and actually went up 25-24 heading into the second quarter. Jason Tatum coming out on fire. He's got 12 points already and and also two assists. So he's carrying them, has hit two three-pointers, four of six from the floor. So this is going to be a really good – this is going to be a great series. Um, Just a knockdown, drag-out series. So Yep, it's one uber-talented team that's not always locked in versus a less-talented team that is always locked in. Yep, that's right. So this is going to be a long series. I can tell you that right now. Yep, and I tell you what, as much respect as I have for the Heat, and I do think, I mean, I picked Boston, and I'm sticking to it, and I I feel good about Boston winning this series. The Heat can win it, Mm -hmm. and if they do, Rob, I don't don't think they can beat whoever comes out of the West. I I think for the Lakers, I think it would be a lot like the bubble if they met the Lakers. And I think Denver, I I, I just don't think they could deal with just Jokic. the matchups. You mean? Yeah. The way they match up. But yeah. Just you know, the, the size. I mean, the Lakers are a huge team and just because of Jokic, Denver's big. Right. And I just, and he's smart, but LeBron obviously is smart. Like I just, I don't think it's a good matchup. Um, Boston, I'll probably pick the West winner to win it, but Boston will certainly have a shot. Um, they're not a huge team, but they do have two guys that play big in Horford and Williams, and you know, they would they would give uh, give Jokic a lot of you know he would get his of course, mm-hmm. but they would be bothersome. And same for LeBron and and AD. So. Um, but, yeah, we'll see. I, I just think, though, for the NBA world, I know for me, I would rather see whoever emerges from the West versus Boston. Yes. You know, it yes. just I, – I, 
to me, there will not, now maybe I'll be proven wrong, but there will not be any drama and intrigue if it's whoever versus Miami. Miami. I'm sorry. Right. I just, I've underestimated them throughout this postseason. So, again, I could be proven wrong, but I just, I, they don't do it for me. So, we'll see. But, Rob, somebody else who, <sighs> he doesn't do it for you. I've been, I've been he a fan. He doesn't do it for you. I've just been a he fan, but he ain't doing it for me right now because no. there's a report. Out of Philadelphia, Philly Inquirer, Keith Pompey, who was on the show, what, uh, uh, earlier this week? Yep, on Monday. And um, his report says that James Harden is likely to re-sign with the Houston Rockets as a free agent. Re-sign meaning, of course, because he was there before, before he went to Philly. Rob G., this... This makes sense for neither side. It's not just James Harden. James Harden is conceded. I, if he, him going to Houston, he's conceding. I, I, I don't care about winning a championship. I don't care. I want to go somewhere and ball. I want to hang out, have fun, live the life I want to live, and just, I guess, put up numbers. But at this stage of his career, it's the only thing left for him to do is win a championship. He ain't impressing nobody if he goes back there and averages 31 and 7 or 8 assists. And it's certainly not helping the Rockets because they want to develop their young guys. They don't need Harden taking all the shots. And for Houston, that's the thing for Houston. What are you thinking? I mean, look, Rob G, Chris Paul makes sense to me for the Rockets. Trade for Chris Paul. You want a veteran around your young players, a guy that can teach them to be professionals, can impart some knowledge and wisdom of the game onto them, and won't take shots away from them, but rather will set them up with shots? Uh, Harden is an all-time great. He's not the greatest role model for these young players. And I'm not even talking about off the court. He's quit on two teams. He doesn't get it done in the biggest playoff moments. His style of play is, you know, it's incredibly impressive, but it's kind of one-on-one, kind of, kind of. That's an understatement. So, Rob G., I, I don't like this. Don't like it one bit. I'm hoping it's not true and that he'll go somewhere and try to compete for championships. You know what, Chris? Everything that you said is accurate. There was not a single lie told. I agree with everything that you said. And it's precisely why you owe James Harden an apology. (laughs) Because you, Rob Parker, Shannon Sharp, Stephen A. Smith, Skip Bayless, J.J. Redick, uh, Bill Ryder, <laughs> pick your favorite. The NBA world. Pick your favorite sports media personality. I don't care who it is. Pick your favorite. Alex Teicher, Steve DeSager. Everybody is projecting their own values onto James Harden. What? Because we cannot comprehend the idea that a guy that talented, that a, a former MVP, is not driven by winning. And James Harden has shown us repeatedly that that's not what his top priority is. 
what he wants to do is whatever, I think in order, actually, <laughs> be a star, which is what, probably the biggest reason why he left Oklahoma City to go to Houston. He wants to... He can be... Okay, go ahead. Okay. He wants to make a lot of money so he can live a certain lifestyle, which is partly why he's photographed more hanging out with the baby than he is with any one of his teammates. <laughs> And he wants to play, when he does play, a certain style of basketball that is not conducive to winning NBA championships. It's why he ate his way out of Houston. It's part of the reason why, in my opinion, he forced his way out of Brooklyn because he thought that when he got to Daryl Morey, that Daryl Morey was going to do exactly what he did in Houston where he said, we're going to build everything around James Harden. So that James can be James, play a certain way, live a certain way, and that was exactly what he's going to do. He did. Can't... You think they were trading Embiid? I mean, really, they had to get Capella out of the way in Houston. Mm-hmm. But you know what I'm saying? Like he 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 should have known he couldn't play that way with Joel Embiid there, and he seems to love Embiid. Brought him a Rolex. He gave the baby like a hundred grand in cash. So you saying he don't love Embiid as much as he loves the baby? Exactly. <laughs> he he wants. But hold on, Rob G. I'm gonna poke a few holes in your, okay. your ridiculous uh, uh, claim that I, I need to apologize for, for to James Harden. Didn't he leave Houston because he wanted to win? Yeah, and then what did he do? He had an about face. Because as soon well, as he up. got no, because when he went to Brooklyn, he was playing well. Apparent from what I could see, trying to win, and then Kyrie decided he wasn't going to get vaccinated. He couldn't play, you know, the season essentially. And Harden was like, "Yo, dude, I'm out of here. I'm trying to win. We can't win without Kyrie. I'm going somewhere we can win." That. That's how I read it. And I think that's what the truth was. He had to know, man, with Joel Embiid there and Doc Rivers, not Mike D'Antoni, that he wasn't going to be able to dribble, dribble, dribble for 20 seconds and shoot threes all night. James Harden is trying to correct, in his view, was a poor decision or two poor decisions. Trying to win was a poor poor decision. what What James Harden values is being James Harden. He enjoys the nightlife. Remember that you they don't he, have nightlife in Philly? He enjoys They don't have nightlife in LA, Phoenix, any any of these contending cities. They got nightlife. He, Houston isn't the livest city in the country. Uh, I mean, it pretty, might be live. I'm not saying it's not live, but the livest? For what he likes. For strip him, clubs. Yes. Don't, they don't have strip clubs all over the they place. They don't have your James Harden retired jersey at every strip club across the country. If he was, if he were to play there and go there all the time, <laughs> they would probably retire it too. Look, James Harden is just not wired the way we Anybody as sports is? fans would prefer that he is. Rob G, look, I, look your, Chris, your take Chris, is ludic- you've lunacy. Been, you've been around enough professional athletes coaches, executives, that you know there are a lot more professional athletes in NBA locker rooms specifically that don't actually love basketball. 
There are a lot of them. The, the number of do the, you say do you think he doesn't love? I think I, he loves. Basketball. I think he loves what comes along with it. You don't think? I mean, look, that might be true, but his game, like he seems to take his individual game incredibly seriously. I, mean, I he, in fact, if you want to argue that he gets tight in the big moments, that's a sign that you care. I'm not saying everybody that cares gets tight. But the reason you're getting tight is because, yeah, you're worried about what people are going to say if you fail. But you're also so, you know, why into it that you're a little tight. You're trying to win so badly. This, uh, Chris, Rob, if that yeah. was true, why would he want to go back to Houston? No, I, I think that's he's what trying to go back to Houston because he doesn't care about winning. Exactly. Here's the difference, Rob. This is sports. This is sports. You know who doesn't care about winning? The guys that can't win. James Harden. When I was, when I was in high school, I was a star basketball player. I made all-conference. I played in the City All-Star game in Cleveland. We had a nice playoff run. I was a star. I cared about my numbers. I cared about my accolades. But when I got to college and I was, uh, 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 I started, but I was like a role player. You know what? As a role player that knew he wasn't going to be all conference, <laughs> I didn't care about making all conference. I didn't care about my numbers because they wasn't nothing special. <laughs> you know I me mean? Seriously. That's who don't care about numbers. But, but you know what? Those guys do care about like the ones that, can join like a PJ Tucker who can't carry a team to wins, mm -hmm. who's not going to get a lot of individual awards. He wants to win though, and he's going to places where can I win, where I can help a team, yep. and I can win. And I, I'm sorry, this is sports, Rob. What I am? Do you golf? Yes. Yeah, we golf together. Yes, we did. I'm horrible, and I'm better than you. No, you're not. So that's how no, bad you, you are. are. Not. No. <laughs> But I'm horror. I am atrocious. Yes. You ain't got to say yes. I didn't ask for an came, amen you corner. Came, you came in last in your own tournament. <laughs> <laughs> you're not much. You're on my level. You might what? be better, oh but you're on the same level as me. Okay. But you know what? Every time I go golf. You want to win. I w well, I want to win, but you know what else I want to do? I want to keep score. Uh-huh. I, I, there is no way I would golf ever without keeping score. I'm like, why? Why? Even if I shoot 127, I want to keep score. <laughs> right. I want to compete. If you don't want to win, what are you, what? It, sports is about competition. I know it's about other things, exercise and team work and all the things you learn from the team camaraderie and all that. But it is ultimately about competition. And if you are telling me I don't care about the competition, what are you saying? Is, is James Harden Rob G saying, I, I gave it a try. I went to Brooklyn for, I don't know, a year and a half. I went to Philly for a year and a half. So I tried for three years. And I've had enough. Mm-hmm. I want to go back to playing meaningless games where I can drop 33 points. He wants, quote, basketball freedom. 
You ought to apologize to me. Apologize to James Harden. Say, you know what, James? I wasn't familiar with your game. I know that there's more to life than winning. (laughs) Enjoy your millions. Enjoy the strip clubs. We'll catch you. He can do all that and try to win. Rob G, I can't believe you. We we might have to keep on this. We got some more Philadelphia stuff to talk to, but it's the odd couple. Uh, James Harden, Joel Embiid. We talking all of that. Keep it locked. Fox Sports Radio. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare top thrill 2 is like no other course two 420 foot vertical speedways three launches all right let's talk strategy Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch strata coaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com.